Praise and worship. We hear it all the time in church, right? But what does it really mean to praise and to worship God? Am I qualified to worship? And what does my obedience have to do with anything? Well, find out all of that and more in today's episode. Please join me and Pastor Anthony and Lady Bridge as we discuss the essence of praise and worship. You don't want to miss this episode, so please stay tuned. I want to touch on this a little bit too. Uh, praise and worship teams, just a little bit, just 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 a little bit. <laughs> we have some praise and worship teams out there. They're doing their thing. They know how to minister praise and worship. But you have some praise teams out there. They're they're a little more on the fleshy side. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. And it's all about being trendy. Mm-hmm. It's all about singing the latest songs mm-hmm. and all of those things. But there's more to it than that. Mm-hmm. And I'm really not trying to put any shade on anyone. But mm-hmm. praise and worship, it, it's sacred, as you all have said. And if you're going to engage in this type of ministry, you need to understand it. Mm-hmm. I just feel like you really need to understand mm-hmm. what you are doing. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you all. With some of these praise teams, what is it that they're missing? You know, I know it's more than just putting on a cute little uniform. Mm-hmm. And I know it's more than just singing the latest songs. Mm-hmm. What is the main thing they need to know, these praise teams, when they are ministering to the people? These are my thoughts and based on observation. I think a lot of it has uh, is missing being led by the Spirit of God, in which... When you're led by the Spirit of God, He knows what He wants to hear and He knows what the people need to hear. Yes. And so being in this position, you know, um, really of, of leadership, you know, because that's that's what's happening, you know, you before the people, um, you know, it's a position of leadership that I feel has been taken for granted, and or or even taking advantage of, and what do I mean by that? The as minstrels and psalmists, you know, um, we're we're God's mouthpiece. You know, we he he brings down, or he through us he releases the sound that he wants to be released into the atmosphere in that hour. And if we're not careful, we will miss his voice and miss what he's doing and do what, you know, we rehearse to do or what we feel the people need instead of following the spirit of the Lord to produce what he wants to be produced. And I think a lot of times, um, people don't realize the, uh, the value of that position and, and the, the, the power in that position, because reality is, we know, especially, you know, in, in certain churches, all you have to do is play a certain chord and, you know, that's going to take things in a, you know, a totally different direction, you know, and then all you have to do is just calm that same chord down and that will take things in another direction. So it's about being, being open to the spirit of the Lord. Yes. I just think a lot of people are just not, you know, being led by the spirit. 
Because it's, it's, it's when we're led by the spirit, then the anointing comes in to actually do the work. And it's not being done, you know, by the gift or by the talent, by the runs, by the riffs. All of that sounds good, but if yoke aren't being destroyed, mm. if, if if the spirit mm. of God is not reigning in the place mm-hmm. and, pe- and only people's emotions are being flared up, then God is not getting glory out of that and true worship is not going forth. Mm. Wow. Mm. Wow. So to answer your question, MJ, <laughs> with my two cents, <laughs> uh, it, it is... is Things that praise teams uh, could be mi- uh, missing or are missing outside of, you know, the, the antics and the theatric pieces, right? You know, the performance pieces, I'll say, is that a, a, a lot of times, in addition to what Lady British said, is that sometimes on the corporate level, some praise teams are missing the anointing mm-hmm. because gifts are there. Talents are there. Skills and abilities are there. It takes the grace on those gifts. It takes the anointing on those gifts. It takes the yieldedness to the Holy Spirit, the giver of the gifts, in order for those gifts to come together. And so I I feel like if if worship teams would spend time together praising and worshiping. Yes. If the worship team itself, if it's six of them, three of them, 20 of them, if they would come together and pray and fast together and come together before rehearsal, that Mm -hmm. that their rehearsal comes Mm -hmm. after their time of worship. Mm -hmm. So their gifts and their anointings can flow. Mm -hmm. And then I think, too, a lot of times praise teams are uh, even and even as a pastor and leaders Mm -hmm. are limited to their time. Now, we talk about the whole Sunday being worship, but we put 10 minutes for praise and worship, one song, two songs. A lot of times they're they're limited and God can use whatever space of time that we have. But I think the capacity to flow in and with the Holy Spirit is perhaps missing in some praise teams or could be missing because you have to, like you said, you have to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying. Mm-hmm. And and the, the leader, whether it's a vocal leader or a musical leader, needs to be able to hear in the mm-hmm. spirit yes. what is happening because sometimes you can't sing what you rehearsed. Yes. Sometimes the anointing and the flow yes. doesn't require what you rehearsed. Because what God wants to do may require a different song mm-hmm. so that the heart, the choir is there. Mm-hmm. Or in the Bible, it talks about choir. There's no praise and worship things in right. scripture, but it talks about mm-hmm. choir in the scripture. Yes. But when they're there to minister the mm-hmm. word, to mm-hmm. help with the heart, to help mm-hmm. with the people, mm-hmm. to be able to connect. And so mm-hmm. the worship team has to be anointed enough. Mm-hmm. They have to be rehearsed enough mm-hmm. in the anointing mm-hmm. so that if there's a shift, there's yes. a move. Yes. Everybody not sitting down because I don't know my part. Right. I don't know the word to that right. and I can't sing. Right. But if, if you practice in the anointing, right. if you practice praise and worship in your right. rehearsals as worship teams, when you right. get up before the people, all you're doing is what you're used to doing together as a team. Right. And so some praise and worship teams may need anointing. They may need to be taught the ability and the capacity to flow in the Holy Spirit. And then I know we're in the age, especially with this pandemic, you know, everybody's on video. It's got to mm-hmm. be tight because people aren't going to stay on your channel long. They're not going to stay on your page long. It's got to be uniform. It's got to be six feet apart. 
All of that is necessary in the day that we live in. But let's not get stuck in the performance mm-hmm. as much as we should be in the ministry of what we're doing. And so it's not about how you look. It's not about, like you say, the riffs, the runs and, and the African-American worship experience. Good show enough singing. It <laughs> makes a difference. I understand. Uh-huh. But in heaven, it's not just African-Americans and Hammond CB3, whatever y'all call them, organs and uh, all of those things that it's way more than that. Right. And I will also say this, and this will be my last thought on this is that I think worship teams need versatility. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I, there, there is yes. so much. I, mm-hmm. I tap in when I'm in multicultural settings of worship. You give me somebody that, is, that you could have a white praise leader with black people on instruments and band in the background. But when I'm listening to Asians and African Americans and Africans and Haitians and mm-hmm. whites and all that, when you get together and you start hearing people uh, worship God in their tongues, and you be like, that's what y'all doing to Haiti? Like, you know, it's just like, but it, it brings in such a oneness it brings in such a peace and so where you may have a predominantly or all african-american congregation Mm -hmm. bring in some versatility Mm -hmm. teach people versatility in worship you know Mm -hmm. it's not all the fast upbeat Mm -hmm. make you want to run and things how how can we really tap in and so i think Mm -hmm. of praise and worship teams uh worship together corporately fast together corporately Mm -hmm. study the bible together Mm -hmm. it's coming out the word right Right. If you are going to be doing that, y'all expect mm-hmm. the pra- the pastor to study. You expect mm-hmm. the pastor to have the right word. Mm-hmm. Why shouldn't the worship leaders and the minstrels mm-hmm. and, and the musicians, why shouldn't they mm-hmm. have that same experience? Two things that, I mean, many things really has come to mind even as you were talking. One of the things is the sound. You know, the sound that's actually released. When you uh, when you think about it, uh, in the book of Acts, when the Holy Spirit fell, there was a sound, mm. you know, that came from heaven. When the other day, there was a tornado, you know, um, in our area. And mm. there was a sound to warn that, some, that the tornado was about to happen. You know, so th- that sound is really an indicator of what's about to happen. And what mm. we have to re- realize and remember as minstrels, as psalmists, that that is part of our role to to produce and usher in that sound. Mm-hmm. And then when you also look in uh, was it uh, Second Chronicles, you know, where um, the, the 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 minstrels and you know in the psalms mm-hmm. they were going for so where you know the Holy Spirit took over where. You know, he couldn't even bring the word because why? Because the spirit began to move through the worship. And so sometimes, I mean, that it's it's all about the, the plan of the Holy Spirit. It's not about our plan. So we have to be in a position to be versatile, as you said. You know, to be able to produce that sound that God can use to go in the direction that he chooses to go into. And that's why our teams got to have that capacity. They got to have that ability. And, and I say it often, you know, when you really look at it, you hear more music in the service than you hear the pastor. It's true. Mm. So when you think about that, it's and it's not, it, it's not about hierarchy. It's a, it's a fact. You know, you're going to hear music from beginning to the end. It's true. So that should, you know, also put some light on to the level of importance that music, that the role music has in the service, in that, in that worship service. 
Last thing, MJ, for real, on this. Uh, yeah, good. Oh, okay, Go I ahead. promise you. <laughs> As we're discussing this and we're putting the premium on worship and praise and relationship and all of that, mm-hmm. praise teams, you ask what they might be missing, they need to be saved. Okay. They That's need to be born again, spirit filled leaders because they're in the place. Look at the Levites. Mm-hmm. Look at that. That's a whole mm-hmm. tribe. A whole tribe of priests, of worshipers, of temple dwellers, of temple uh, stewards to take care of the temple. Mm-hmm. You don't give your life, your whole mm-hmm. lineage mm-hmm. of who you are mm-hmm. is rooted in your connection to God. Mm-hmm. And so praise teams, singers on praise teams. And I know, you know, everybody coming to church isn't necessarily saved. But when you're talking about singing over the people. Yes. When you're talking about Play how can you take me uh, and the scripture said, how can we sing the songs of Zion in a strange yes. land? Yes. How can you as a worship leader or singer take me into the take me number one? I have an issue with that. Taking me yeah. into the presence of God because yes. he's omnipresent. He's right. already there. He's right. not somewhere you got to take you to. Right. Right. But I always right. say, Holy Spirit manifest yes. among us. God yes. manifest among us. Yes. So how can you help me mm-hmm. get the Holy Spirit to manifest, or how can you help me get into a place of praise and mm-hmm. worship? Mm-hmm. And if it's really rooted in relationship, mm-hmm. if you don't have relationship, mm-hmm. you don't know the worth of God. So how right. can you sing over me the worth of God if you don't have oh, it? So the talent yes. he's giving you, you can sing, you can do all of that. Sing, do recording, sing back up in the choir, but we're talking specifically about praise and worship teams. If you're before the people, and you're going to Levite and lead them mm-hmm. up to worship, which is what they did. They, there was a place that, that the house of God was and they were mm-hmm. going up there. But if you don't know the way, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're about to be lost in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Somehow, and we're going up to worship because mm-hmm. you don't know the way. Mm-hmm. So worship and praise teams, they need to have a relationship with mm-hmm. God. The music yeah. ministry. The whole shebang. The whole music ministry. Because even, you know, here we, we've gotten rid of choir Versus praise team, because a lot of times you you will um, uh, know sometimes it's it's almost like a, a competition, you know, one against the other. Yep. Look, our perspective here, we are the music ministry. Now, those who are who have uh, stronger skill sets, yes, those are the ones who will be leading out. But guess what? The yes, the the, the uh, larger group of singers will be behind them. And we have our strong singers on, you know, in the mic. So what we're saying for praise and worship team is, is for the whole music ministry. It's not just for the singers. It's for the musicians as well, because that's a part of the music ministry. That's one umbrella. We're all one under one umbrella. And churches struggle with that. Yeah. Well, I got to be saved and sing. God gave me the gift. Y'all said it. Listen, have a relationship with God. Amen. Yeah. Be Amen. repentant. Be regenerate in your heart. And then all the other stuff, that's what Bible study is for. Sunday school is for. Discipleship is for all of that. But be converted. Yeah. Amen. I'm sorry. I'm done. No, you, you all are good. Thank you. That was powerful. Very powerful. Very good. Very informative. So thank you all for that. Um, I want to ask you all this last question. Uh, we have praise and worship leaders that are, they they understand praise and worship. They are, you know, leading the people, but the people are not there. You know what I'm saying? They're up, they're ministering, and the people are just kind of sitting there. 
And so that can be very discouraging to people in music ministry, especially if they're doing it week after week after week after month after year. And, you know, they're ministering and the people are just kind of staring and sitting and maybe they're they don't have a very supportive music team behind them. Mm -hmm. All of those things. Mm -hmm. What is your word of encouragement to them? Well, one one suggestion would be it goes back to educating. It goes back to educating. Uh, The people have to be taught, you know, how to worship the, and I'm talking about the people in the congregation. And so for leaders, um, you know, I, I totally get it, you know, uh, be not weary and well-doing, you know, the people, and it, it, it really starts with the shepherd of that house mm-hmm. who is the, that's the real worship leader. If you want, you know, to put titles out there, mm-hmm. the reason the shepherd of the house is the, is the true worship leader is because that's who uh, is the spiritual watchman on the wall who God uses to speak through to to show, you know, what is needed in this house and, you know, for the congregants of this house. Mm-hmm. And so now you did, now you get into the Levitical priesthood and, the, and and that order, that Levitical order. You know, so if you if if your leaders, so it starts with the shepherd. If the shepherd um, um you know teaches the leaders in the various um ministries, you know, within that house on the um the uh, theology of worship for that house. Mm -hmm. And then it's up to those leaders to, you know, again, to begin to put it out to those who they serve under. So you see how it's, it's that hierarchy of starting with the pastor and then it it triggers down, you know, so it, it goes back to education. And, and I know that, you know, for some, for worship leaders that may be, you know, discouraging, I mean, my encouragement to, would be to continue to do what you do, but don't beat the people up. Yes. You know, don't don't beat mm. the people up, but continue, continue to do what you do, you know, and continue to pray for that area. You got to have intercessors. Amen. I mean, I'm a, I'm a believer that, you know, really every ministry in the church should have an intercessory team for that ministry. But I'm going to say especially for the music ministry, because the music ministry and the ministry of the word are married. So. There should be an intercessor for the for the pastor, the 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 shepherd, and there should be there should be intercessors specifically also for the music minister because again that sound that yes. you know the yes. the, the, the worship that's you know it's going along with the vision and 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 you know just the um the uh, outlook of that house and so. If, if that's something that's noted, that means, okay, this is an area that we need to get the intercessors on, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and how God orchestrates that. Look, that's his business. Yes. How mm-hmm. he makes that happen, you know, cause now the, or the intercessors have, have taken it to the Lord. So, you know, at that point, it's out of the, the, the natural hands of the individuals. Now it's, okay, Holy Spirit, what are you leading, you know, to happen from here? 
So yeah, the, get the intercessors on it, you know, for pray and praying, you know, to that specific area, you know, because that's very important. It's it's so important to have a worshiping church, to have a worshiping mm. uh, congregation. Yeah. That that is so important, you know. So that that's you, you get the intercessors on it, and in the meantime, you continue to do. You know, uh, what God has called you to do in rendering, you know, your gifts and your talents unto the Lord um, within the services, you know, because as as a leader, you know, like we, we just talked about, it, you know, you're leading, but you're really not leading. And what what do I mean by that? Everyone is going to worship based on what's inside of them anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, so one, you know, this isn't Simon Says. You know, come on, here. jump up twice and they're going to jump up twice. You know, raise your hand high and they're going to raise it. No, it's come not on. Simon Says. Yes. You know, so it's it still stems from a personal relationship with the Lord. Yes. Yeah. So if a person, if they're connected to the Holy Spirit, there's just, you know, certain attributes that are just going to follow. Yeah. I, I think, too, uh, just to what you said there, it, it, it does double back to the education. And to a discouraged praise and worship leader or praise leader, uh, I would say to you, don't take it personal. Mm-hmm. Don't take it personal. Mm-hmm. There, there may be some people in your congregation that you got some beef with or whatever, and they just might decide they're going to so sit down on you or whatever. Mm-hmm. But overall, don't take it personally. Mm-hmm. I will also uh, say it's not necessarily you as much as it is them. But then also worship leaders should communicate regularly with their pastors. Mm-hmm. My wife says that all the time that the worship leader uh, and perhaps even the worship team mm-hmm. uh, needs to have visits from the pastor mm-hmm. to learn the pastor's heart, mm-hmm. uh, to hear the frustration of the worship leader. Mm-hmm. Um, the pastor needs to hear that and needs mm-hmm. to know where the worship leader stands so he knows how to support the worship leader and, and, and be able to hold up the arms of the worship leader. Right. Um, and, and so in that, we need to understand that you have to understand as worship leaders, it goes back. What are the opportunities in the local church? Your worship leader should be teaching a Bible study series at some point. Your worship leaders might need to be able to teach a Sunday school series on it because there you can't. We use Sunday morning. It is the prime service time when we're meeting. And that was all online, right? Uh But when you're meeting Sunday morning, you got an hour, hour and a half, max two hours. Mm -hmm. You cannot train and teach on Sunday morning. And so pastors have to be willing to share or create avenues mm-hmm. for all of these things to happen. Mm-hmm. Worship should be a part of every new member, every discipleship, every next step mm-hmm. curriculum mm-hmm. so that people know what is the culture. How do you mm-hmm. teach culture? Mm-hmm. You need time with the people mm-hmm. and yes. doing it during praise and worship mm-hmm. on Sunday morning is mm-hmm. not that time. And that's why as pastors, we have to be connected and we have to be willing to work with our worship mm-hmm. leaders and our worship teams, mm-hmm. uh, that they should hear from the pastor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They should hear from the pastor and, and worship leaders. It's not a bad idea. I don't think if you can partner with other worship leaders mm-hmm. and musicians and get together at one person's mm-hmm. church and you all just worship mm-hmm. 
Because one thing as a pastor, and even before I was pastoring as a minister, you're always pouring out. You're always giving in. And even during the offering, you're giving out. Even during the sermon, you're giving out. Where is the time for the minstrels, for the leaders of worship to be poured into? Where does a discouraged praise and worship leader get their encouragement from? Are you gathering with other leaders to worship? Where, where is the revival for ministry workers? You know, just to come in and be poured into. And a lot of worship leaders are, are empty. And it's not that they don't have personal devotion with God. They're not reading their word and they're not coming to Bible study, sitting in Sunday school. A lot of worship leaders are discouraged in part because they're empty and they need to be refueled. And so I would say to discourage praise and worship leaders, uh, work with your pastors, work with your cohorts, network and have a, a worship session of just worship leaders. Israel and New Breed, New Breed is, is a conglomerate of worship leaders. Other, other, other groups have it the same way. And so I don't know, MJ, you and Lady British, you know, get some space. We got it here at Calvary, you know, wherever. And, and just, it could be just for worship leaders. Yes. and worship teams and musicians where you all don't even have to pour out. Mm -hmm. Bring somebody you know and just let them minister to you and then teach you some stuff yes. and then you can go back and then you can be refueled but get those relationships with your local pastors and ask for opportunities and ways by which you can begin to teach the value of praise and worship and I say this because I'm not the pastor that feel like I got to teach everything Get it out there. It just needs to get in the hearts of people. Mm -hmm. And so if we can work together more, mm -hmm. praise teams, praise worship leaders, musicians, all of that, those that have a heart and passion, let them help people understand. Mm -hmm. And then it'll only strengthen the relationship of the church as a whole. And I do want to just add more emphasis on that to really pray for the pastor, you know, in that regards too. Because remember, the oil flows down. So again, the, the spirit of worship, the uh, the culture of worship, all of that it stems from the pastor. Whatever, even that worship, you know, uh, leader, worship pastor, minister, music, whatever title they want to use, whatever they give out, you said, you know, they need to be with one accord with the pastor. And remember, the worship can never in, in a house can never go higher than the worship of that pastor. Mm. It will never go higher than the mm. pastor because he, he's the shepherd of that house. He or she is the shepherd of the house. So that worship would never go higher than that person. So for a worship leader who, you know, may feel like, you know, well, you know, I want to go here, but the pastor is here. Would you need to pray for that pastor to really go above you, mm. you know, where you are. So that's why it's so important to pray for your pastor, wherever, you know, at whatever level right. that they're at. Because you want to pray for them if they if they need to come higher, you know, pray for them to go higher. If they're good where they're at, pray for them to stay there, but still go higher. <laughs> you know, because they're always higher heights and deeper depths to reach. But the important thing there to remember is to always pray for the pastors. That's why we need to have intercessors. We need to have intercessors in place for those for specifics. You know, targeting those specific areas. Because that worship in that house is not its not going to go higher than the pastor. Wow. Wow. Very good stuff. Very powerful. Very awesome. And 
I want to ask you all, if you don't mind, since we are right here, if we could say a prayer for uh, the praise and worship leaders that may be discouraged, Amen. the praise teams, the pastors, if Pastor Anthony, do you mind saying a prayer? Not at um, all. Not at for all. the ones that might be affected by this. Yes, definitely. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, God. We thank you and we honor you. Um, and we praise you today, Father. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to bring before your presence and your throne, Lord God, your minstrels, your psalmists, your musicians, your praise and worship leaders, Father. We pray for them today. Uh, those that may be discouraged, those that may be empty, those that may be running on fumes, they have a little left, Father God. We lift them up to you uh, in totality. Music ministries, Lord God, we pray. Holy Spirit, that you would infuse them with revival. We pray, Holy Spirit, that you would bring upon them uh, the presence of God in such a way that even in their homes, in their cars, or in their church services, that they will be poured into directly uh, from you. Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you would restore, that you would replenish, that you would revive, that you would renew, that you would refresh every discouraged worship leader, every discouraged pastor, every discouraged musician every discouraged praise and worship team member. Father, you already know who they are. You already know where they are. And so, Holy Spirit, we pray that you would go to where they are and manifest in their physical presence and help them. We pray, Father, for a fresh oil of anointing, God, on every pastor, every worship leader, every minstrel, every psalmist. We pray, God, for a fresh oil anointing to come upon them in the name of Jesus, Father. And we just ask, Holy Spirit, that they will be bold enough to ask for a refreshing, that they would be bold enough to sit with their pastors and their cohorts to ask for revival and for renewal, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. And we come against the will of Satan. We know he speaks to the hearts and the minds of music ministers, God, because he knows that they are in a stead that has the capacity and the ability to shift the service, to shift the lives of even the people listening. And so we rebuke the will of Satan in the mind, in the ears, in the hearts of every worship leader, every worship team member, every musician, every psalmist, every pastor. We rebuke the words of the devil now in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you for success and worship ministries. We thank you for revival, rejuvenation, re-energizing our worship leaders and our worship teams today. And we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor Anthony and Lady British for giving us so much wisdom and knowledge in this area of praise and worship. And I know after this episode, our listeners have a greater understanding of this. I definitely learned a lot and I hope you all did too. So thank you all so much for being here. I really appreciate both of you. Um, they do have a show entitled Let's Do Life. And I want you all to tune in, support them. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the show and how we can support? Awesome. Well, Let's Do Life. Um, it's it's a uh, bi-monthly. We do first and third Fridays on Facebook Live. 
And um, it's all about life as Christians, just everyday life. We have different guests. We have different topics. Uh, this week, we talked about choices, making choices in everyday life um, as Christians or non-believers. We talk about, uh, we highlight different people. Last month, we had a young entrepreneur on with her popcorn business. And so we support the kingdom of God and our community. But it's called Let's Do Life because we just want the world to see uh, how practical you can live a life as a Christian sold out uh, to God. And so we're working on uh, a Facebook page or outlets, Instagram, just for Let's Do Life. But for right now, you can find and follow me on Facebook, Anthony Thomas, or my wife, British C. Moore Thomas, and you'll find our shows there. And uh, we'll certainly hook up with you, MJ, once we get those things uh, set up and we can let people know where we are on Instagram and other social media platforms just as Let's Do Life. But it's the first and third Fridays at 4.30 p.m. Awesome. So you all go support. It's a wonderful ministry. It's I'm telling you, you're going to love it. So go support Pastor Anthony and Lady British with their show. Let's do life. And also remember, you can follow us on social media. We are at Change My Life podcast on Facebook as well as Instagram. Wow. Who knew understanding the essence of praise and worship would change my life? <laughs>